Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gary and I'm joined today by Ant. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, really good. Thanks very much. Spot on, spot on. Uh, we're going to be chatting about the uh, the top five flops in the Premier League so far this season. Um, Ant's put compiled a nice little list of this, and um, we're just going to have a chat about it and just sit. Let's see who you've got on the list, Ant. So, who's number five then? Yeah, number five is Jamal Lewis from Newcastle, you know, signed from Norwich. Uh, I remember last season watching, and I know Norwich went down, they were terrible, but I thought Jamal Lewis was quite an outstanding player for Norwich and thought he would go on to maybe play for England, you know, left back. Yeah. I thought he was a really, really good player. He's gone this season in Newcastle. I'm not sure if it's, if it's Newcastle style of play, but he just looks lost. He looks absolutely lost playing for him. He doesn't look as if... He knows what he's doing, yes. I don't know if it's because of his age or anything like that, but to go from, you know, I'm going to go out and say, listen, Newcastle are a better side than Norwich. To sort of go to, you know, a bigger side and look a worse players saying something, really. I don't think he's, I don't think he's assisted any goals yet. He certainly hasn't scored any. Newcastle haven't kept many clean sheets. Um, I would honestly say with Newcastle's player this season, I have to be thankful that they've got a very good goalkeeper this season, Carl Darlow. Um, and he's just for me, he's been poor. I think he's he's really been he's really been poor. He's he's just not settled. I don't think he's settled in the North East. I think that must that might be something. I mean we'll, we'll go to COVID. Yeah, I mean there's a lot of a lot of players who've obviously moved due to COVID, can't go home, you know, because of lockdown restrictions and that might be that yeah. might be, you know, affecting him that he's not being able to see his family and things like that. Um, you know, you don't know what goes through young players' heads, you know what I mean? It's um you know, so it might be a little bit harsh, but I just think he's been very poor. 
for Newcastle this season in what is, yes, a poor Newcastle United side, but there's a lot of potential in there to be better than where they are. But they're obviously might be due to the manager, might be due to whatever, really. But they haven't really set the world alight, and I think he's been poor. I mean, I don't, I, I agree with you. To be fair, like. You look at that Norwich team last year, you got Max Ahrens at right-back and then you got Jamal Lewis at left-back and you got Ben Godfrey, obviously Godfrey's moved on to um, mm. Everton. Like, they had a good youth set-up um, and it was good to see those players getting like a chance in the Premier League. But, like, I don't think you can really judge Jamal Lewis on his form last season for Norwich because, let's be honest, Norwich just... They weren't at the races for pretty much every single game they had in the Premier League. They wanted no, to give a chance to the young kids. No, 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 but he looked an outstanding player, didn't he? Oh, you know, yeah, I think like everyone had Max said Aaron's. once Norwich had gone down, <clears throat> Lewis will go somewhere, he'll go somewhere. And, you know, Newcastle picked him for 15 million. And you look at Newcastle's side, you know, you've got Alan Samaxman on the left hand side, and alongside with Jamal Lewis, you think, what a left sided partnership that's going to be. And it just, for one reason or another, it hasn't, it hasn't come to fruition, really. Yeah, he doesn't like he doesn't feel like he does much in a game. Like whereas you look at other fullbacks, I mean it's probably not the style maybe it's is the style of play, maybe the style of play doesn't suit Jamal Lewis, which Bruce likes to play. Oh I'll happily um, blame Steve Bruce for it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um But like I don't know, like you'd think he's what, he's twenty twenty three? He's got the he's got like his future massively ahead of him, but I just think like I think he will become a good player. But I just don't know if he's going to become a good player in Newcastle's side, in my honest opinion. But that's that's just me. I mean, I, I don't really see him contributing much at the moment. Like that's not me dissing the player and saying he's not a good player. Um, he just hasn't hit the heights which you would expect of a twenty-three-year-old British. Talent. I just wonder if the move was a bit too big for him. I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, I mean, I'm a Sunderland fan. You're a Sunderland fan. You know, we can we can kind of accept Newcastle are in football a, a huge club. Yeah. However, you know they're, they're a sleeping giant kind of thing. You know they've never hit the hit the kind of heights that they think that they have. But it would have been nice. It would have been nice to see if Lewis had gone to someone like Southampton or you know somewhere where the pressure's not like you're instantly under pressure when you sign for Newcastle because of what the fan base in the northeast is like. I mean, you look at where where you know I'm a Sunderland fan. You look at Will Grigg. You know the pressure was immediately on Will Grigg to do well for Sunderland, and he hasn't done it. And it's the same with um, it's the same with Newcastle. Look at Joe Linton, huge example. Joe Linton came with a massive, massive potential. You know, a massive uh, name, and he hasn't done it either. So it's it's immediately the pressure goes on you when you're signing for a team in the northeast. Yeah. So it might be that, um, but he definitely needs to improve. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I agree with that, one hundred percent, and. Um, but you know, maybe in the future he might be a good player. I just don't think he's going to see his future at Newcastle United. If I'm being honest with you, but that's that's me. Um, so who have you got at number four then? Yeah, number four again, a young lad, and again might be harsh, but I'm going on. I'm going on the kind of the money they paid for him. It's Ryan Brewster from Sheffield United. You know, signed from Liverpool for twenty three million pounds, which is you know a lot of money. <laughs> we did. We did obviously the best signings, and we're on about Ollie Watkins for thirty-three million, and how well he's done. Yeah. Now, Ryan Brewster on the other end of the spectrum, you know, yeah, he's only a young lad, but he was he was at Swansea last season, and you, you could tell he was better than the Championship. He was scoring goals for fun at Swansea. He's gone to Sheffield United, hasn't scored at all all season in the Premier League. Um, Sheffield United have been dreadful. Um, you know, they've they've really been poor. They're picking it up the last few games, but I think they're already down. But 
Rian Brutus just doesn't even look like he's going to score. You know, he's he's getting into positions where you think he's just standing there. He's not really, you know, looking as if he wants to to get in. It's obviously a confidence thing with him. He just needs a goal. But yeah. for twenty three million pound, it's been a very. I mean, obviously Sheffield United have have, have banked on him to score the bulk of their goals this season, and he hasn't scored any. So it's been a really poor sign and really for, for all aspects really. Do you think he's been do you think Sheffield United as a whole as a team have been figured out as a part as a yes. the last season? Yes, I do. I do, but when you're spending twenty three million pounds on, on a strike, I mean whether Ryan Bruce was the right man or not is a different a different topic of conversation. But when you're spending twenty three million quid on a striker, you you you're hoping that he's gonna be scoring goals by now and he hasn't scored any. So it's been you know, this is just in statistics or in any any form. Really, it has been a, a flop. It's been it's been a poor signing. Um, you know, yeah, I agree what you're saying. Sheffield have been found out, but you would still expect a striker to have scored at least one goal for you by now. I I 100 agree with that. But like again, like Wilder has this whole philosophy where he, he again, much like a Norwich, he wants to bring in young British talent. Um Rian Brewster is a young British talent. Um he spent twenty four million on him, hasn't hit the heights. Uh it just makes you think though, I think Liverpool's got like a forty million buyback clause on him, so to Liverpool's Yeah, he's, he's obviously going to be a good player, yeah. whether it was the wrong move for him. I mean if I was Wilder and as what you're saying, you're going down to the championship, he does he does pick up some good signings. You know, I'd have gone a level down, I'd have gone to League One. I'd have gone for Ivan Tony. You know, I, I think I personally think Ivan Tony's a Premier League level striker at the minute, especially for someone like Sheffield United because he makes his own chances. Yeah. You know, he gets into he gets into very good positions and makes his he scores different types of goals. Whereas from what I saw with Brewster, he is more of a kind of attacking winger forward than a centre forward. Whereas Ivan Tony was a centre is a centre forward. You know, that for me, I would have I would have probably spent twenty three million on bringing Tony in. Um, and I, I probably think Tony would have scored more, well, certainly more than none for Sheffield tonight this season. So it, it's just been an all-around poor sign. I think mean, Ivan Tony, like absolutely fantastic signer for uh, for Brentford. Like I mean, twenty-two games, sixteen goals in the Championship. Like, like he's, he's a level above. He no, is. Like... He's a level above. He's a fantastic player. I and mean, I got obviously I've seen him play for Peter Brer, scoring against you know scoring goals for fun and. He is a he is a really good player. I hate to say it because he's ex Newcastle, like, but you know he he is a tremendous player. No, I mean, um, he's class of people. Could go a long way. Could well. go a long way as well. I think he's got the potential to do so. Like, I mean, he's only twenty four years old, so got the potential to do so. And you you're looking at a player like Rian Brewster as well, who is yeah he's twenty years old, twenty four years older. Mm. Um, but if, if the lad wants to play in the Premier League, like he kind of needs to uh, pick up his arse a bit and like yeah, definitely. Definitely, yeah. Because right now he's not. I mean, Sheffield United are looking like they're most likely going to go down next season. And if Rian Brewster stays with that team, which I think he will, that might be a good thing for him mm-hmm. long term. Yeah. But right now, not worth the £23.5 million they paid for him. Who's your number three then, Ant? Yeah, number three is a Manchester United player, Donny van der Beek. Donny uh, van der signed Beek. for £35 million. Yeah, I was expecting van der Beek and... Uh, to be with Bruno Fernandes and ticking over the Manchester United midfield and he's barely played another one barely played I mean I don't know if it, if Ole doesn't I'm not sure what Ole wanted to sign him for Man United I think it was a Manchester United signing not an Ole Gunnar Solskjaer signing um, 
but he's just not he's just not played. So I can't really I can't really give you a, an opinion on him because I've never seen him I've never seen him play that many times this season. Um, the fact that Man United are playing well now this season with Bruno Pogba Scott McTominay um, playing in the midfield. Yeah, it's hard to see where Van der Beek's going to fit in now for the rest of the season. And for 35 million quid, it's an absolute waste of money for me. And he'd have been far better off just staying where he was. And I don't think his agent helped himself because I think his agent said quite early on the season that he's frustrated and not playing and, and things like that. Well, you know, there's 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 got to be a reason why he's not getting a game for Man United. So it's it's been a really, really poor signing for them. I... Um... I agree. I think long term, though, Donny Van der Beek is going to be a brilliant signing. Um, maybe not necessarily for Man United, but for another club because he is only twenty three years old. Ajax do have a fantastic youth academy. Um, like you look at some of the players who Ajax have had, who have went on and became brilliant players. Look, Frankie De Jong, for example, Barcelona, mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, I think they have signed him with the premise that long term he is going to be a good player because he is only twenty three years old. Um, right now, probably sort of expected a little bit more from him. But when you look at their midfield, you've got uh, Pogba, Fernandez, Fred, McTominay. Yeah, they are. Here's all... a question for you, Gary. Here's a question for you. Did you think Man United signed him because they thought Pogba was going? Yes. Yeah. So that no, think... and that's so why. If if you're, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying I'm you know like an expert in you know buying players, selling players. You know what I mean? But why would you sign somebody? when you've still got his potential replacement in the team. You know, it, it's just, it didn't make any sense to me, the sign. And when they, when they signed him, I thought, mm, where's he going to play? You know, he's not going to, he's not going to out, he's not going to out, out Bruno from the side. You know, he's, he's not going to probably, you know, Pogba, now on his day, Pogba's one of the best players in the world, but he doesn't have his day that, that often <laughs> for Man U. But I just think he was signed with a, with an idea to replace Pogba, and that hasn't happened. So, what was the point? I just don't see the point of them signing him. Uh, but I, I don't think Pogba will be there still next season. I think he, I think long term he is Pogba's replacement. I don't mm. didn't um, uh, Pogba's agent Ray, Rayola come out and say that he he is imminently going to leave the club or something a couple of weeks ago. But well, um, Pogba's been imminently leaving the club since he signed. <laughs> so uh, I'm not sure I'm not sure who to believe on that one. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, like, like I say, going back to, to Van der Beek, I just can't. I, I don't know where Man United are going to play him for the rest of the season. So he'll go probably go down as the worst sign of the season. You know, he's he's only been number three at the minute because we've got half a season left. But that's that's not sure. I'm not sure with him at all. Really not sure. Nah, I think I think he, long term he'll be a good signing if they, if they stick by him. But they need to stick by him for him to be a good signing. If they yeah. if they decide to pay him off and uh, send him out on loan for season up on season up on season, uh, he he might kind of, might kind of like get lost in the mix. But who knows? Who knows? I do think long term. I think he will become a good signing. Though maybe not this season. Maybe next. Hopefully for him, you know, because it's not nice to see what happened, but. Uh, it's, it's just like I said, it's just it's just it's been a weird signing for me. Very very weird signing. Yeah. Wouldn't have um, wouldn't have probably had that one. Fair enough. Who's your who's your number two then? Yeah, number two was free transfer, um, and it's William for Arsenal. Um, when Arsenal signed him, obviously he's been signed as Mesut Ozil's replacement long term, but he has been absolutely shocking. 
every time I've watched Arsenal, I remember his first game actually when he played Fulham, and he set up two. He set up two, the one three, and he thought, ah, you know, it's good, it's going to work this. But he's not done anything since then. He's, I don't think he's assisted one. He's not scored. He's he's been absolutely shocking. Um, and he's basically gone there because he's on a huge contract, and he's just he's just literally laughing his way to the bank. It's he's been absolutely dreadful. It's been such a bad signing, and you know it's probably naivety from Arteta to sign someone like like William on a free. There's a reason why Chelsea didn't want to keep him, you know, because he's his work rate's shocking. You know, he's capable of being tremendous on his day, but his day is very few and far between, and. I just kind of, I, he's been ab- absolutely useless for them, you know, really, really poor. And he's been, you know, it's been such a letdown for Arsenal's sake, really, because, you know, I like, I've always liked watching Arsenal. And we're seeing, you know, seeing someone who's not particularly given it 100% is quite, quite disgraceful, to be honest. I think he's been, I think he's just been disgusting for them. I, I, I do not want I do not disagree with that I mean when when that signing came out I remember us talking like between the lads and stuff and I, I, I remember personally saying he's on what 240 grand a week um after uh, before tax and uh like that's just a waste of talent like that's a waste of money which you could invest in the younger talents at Arsenal and I was like I could see them personally with him and Ozil. Obviously, granted, Ozil's got Fenerbahce now, but with him and Ozil on the books, at them two wages alone, I could have seen Arsenal in serious financial trouble. Like, I mean, you're looking at William now. He, if anything, he's coming off the bench. He's the second highest earner mm-hmm. for Arsenal. Thomas but why Party. not just keep Ozil if you're going to have someone like that? Why not just keep Ozil? Yeah, you know, obviously, what's gone on with Ozil? What what has gone on? What hasn't gone on? You know, we don't know about, but. You know, you look at what Ozil had said in his in his leaving statement. You know, you'll always be a gunner. It's obviously Ozil didn't. It wasn't that Ozil didn't want to play for Arsenal. Obviously, yeah. something has gone on. But why on earth would you go and sign someone like William? You know, why would you not just thirty-two it, years it, old as well? Fair yeah, yeah, like, thirty-two years of age. I mean, he'd be laughing. I mean, I don't blame William for that for signing. He'd be laughing all his way to the bank, two hundred and fifty grand a week. You know, that's superb. But do you know how you much know, his annual salary is going to be a year for Arsenal? I'm not a mathematician, mate, but it'd be huge. Yeah, what, 8 million or something? 10. Yeah. So like, you got, Uber you know, and Hardy are on joint 13 million a year. William, last season, made 7.2 million Great British pounds in salary, mm-hmm. like for the year of 2020. He's he's, he's laughing. Like, like he was he, he, he was earning more than Aubameyang before Aubameyang signed a new contract. Yeah. I... Yeah, and you look how important Aubameyang is to Arsenal. You know, the the, the talisman. You, you would think, yeah, he's worth. Well, is anyone worth that money? But you know, that's a different question. But he's probably earned his worth. Whereas, you know, this season for 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 a struggling Arsenal side, I know they've turned it around the last few weeks and they've been really good the last few weeks. But that's they've had to like Arsenal have had to go and sign. You know, had to go to the youth and bring Emil Smith-Rowe in, bring, you know, Saka in and things like that because William and likes of William and, and, and players haven't done their job. And, you know, for, for Arteta, which what Arteta probably should have done at the start of the season, just give Emil Smith-Rowe the chance. But, yeah, that's, the next again, that's another in. story, you know. Uh, 100%. Like, like, Saka's their best player this season. Like, obviously, you look at Uber and you look at Hardy, who are massive names, but Saka's the standout player for mm-hmm. me this season. Like, and they're getting Martinelli back as well, which is great. Um, but yeah, William, they've just signed Odegaard as well, haven't they, from Real Madrid, Odegaard, which will be, I, if he hits the ground running, 
he'll be a tremendous signing. You know, no, that'll be, be that'll be really, really good for Arsenal. And then where's William going to play then? He's not going to play at all, is he? So they're going to be spending some, going to be giving someone two hundred and fifty grand just to sit on the bench. I wonder. You know? I mean, like, if, if we have an Arsenal fan on this, like. I'd love to know what they thought about William because 15 games he's played and he's done out. Like, literally yeah. done out. Two assists. I think he's got two assists in total and that was in his first game. So, literally, he's done nothing since. <laughs> you know, he's just sat and sat and just done nothing since. So, Take you know. Rich, 187 yeah. grand a week, net. Mm. Um, yeah. If you give me that, I'll do, happily do nothing. I mean, oh, I'd run around like the last for 10 grand, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. But I, I, I totally agree with William. Um, I would probably like, in my honest opinion, I probably sort of had him at number one just simply because of his age, his wage, and the fact that he's done nothing. Um, but speaking of yeah. number one, who you got at number one? I've I've done a joint number one, if that's all right. Aye, um, and they're both Chelsea players, uh, Tino Werner and Kai Havertz. Um, I feel bad for Havertz because I know he's only a kid and he has been played out of position for for Chelsea. But when he signed again, he was another one. I was thinking, where is he going to play? You know, because he's like, you know, he's off. He's just off the striker normally. Chelsea don't play that, so he's been playing in all sorts of different positions for Chelsea. He, he granted, he hasn't done very well in any of them positions, but I kind of think. But the but the problem is, they signed him for seventy-two million quid, so you kind of expect him to hit the ground running. You know, so I do feel bad about putting him in, but he has been. He hasn't been up to his. He has, he's not obviously not up to the pace of the football yet, but. He's been shocking, you know, and he needs to find his position very quickly. You know, obviously, Tuchel coming in at Chelsea, I think it'll be good for him. Whether it's good for Chelsea is a different matter, but whether it'll be, um, be good for Habits, I think. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with him. Werner, you know, you, you can give you can give Habits, you know, the benefit of youth. Werner, and I just don't think Werner's that good, and I. I I, I just don't, you know. He was in a good team at RB Leipzig, scored a lot of goals for RB Leipzig, but you look at Leipzig, the way they play, they, they, they probably have about 20 shots on goal all, all in every game they play, and they're just reckless abandon. You know, the fantastic team to watch. If you ever get a chance to watch them, they're tremendous. So he's going to score goals for them because they're going to have, they're going to create a lot of chances for him. Whereas this season under a Chelsea team who aren't, you know, the more... More defensively based, really. He hasn't been good. He, he and again, forty-eight million quid. So that's a hundred and twenty million quid Chelsea have spent on two players. And Werner's only got four goals. Havertz has only got three, and that was in a cup game. Aye, that so game, you know, it? that's a hundred and twenty million, and more than likely, that's what that's probably what's cost Lampard his job in in them signings because he's expecting them to hit the ground running and they haven't done it. You know, he's had to rely on Oliver Giroud, who he frozen out. He's had to rely on him getting most of the goals. He's had to rely on playing Mason Mount every game. You know, Mount's done really well. Don't get us wrong, he's a really good player. But I'm sure he would have wanted to alternate Mount and Habits, but he's had to play Mount every game because Mount's been playing relatively well without scoring many goals, but he's been ticking them over. And it's, like I said, it's probably what's cost Lampard his job because you look on paper, they should be in the top three, top four, and they haven't done it, you know, with the signings that they've gotten plus the players that they already had. And, you know, going back to Havertz, I was so excited about seeing him this season. But then looking at how Chelsea play, I was like, where is he going to play? And it's proven he's had to play, you know, left midfield, right midfield, you know. And now, nah, hopefully he can he can improve um, as the season goes on. But, you know, yeah, so it's both of them to answer your question. Havertz and Werner. Just, yeah. Uh, they haven't 
been great. Let's be honest, I haven't. Um, again, you're going back to style of play. I think you're very right in what you're saying. On paper, if you put in Ziyech, Pulisic and Havertz behind Timo Werner, that is frightening. That is a frightening mm. front four. Um, I don't think Havertz has been fully fit, but I think he's too soft for the English game at the moment. He is a young lad. Mm. Looked at as the Ger- the uh, Germany's golden boy since you know the days of Michael Ballack. Yeah, I, I he's would... been yeah he's been shown as the new Michael Ballack, hasn't he? But Chelsea don't play him in in his position. Whereas when you know any any team Michael Ballack played for, he played in his preferred position. Whereas Havertz hasn't. Um, so I am giving Havertz a little bit of praise, well, not bit of praise, but I am letting him off a little bit. Yeah, he's, but uh, the he's fact not he's cost seventy two million pounds and hasn't done it surely goes down as a flop. So far, anyway, right now, you know, and, and hence that, hence the question of, you know, answering the question really. I mean, yeah, I think you're right there. You know, they paid seventy million for Kepper as well, and Kepper's deemed a flop. So why not? Uh, why not deem Havertz a flop at the same price tag? Um, Timo Werner, I was a massive fan of him at Leipzig, and I think personally, in all honesty, I think we'll see him back at Leipzig next season. Mm. If he doesn't yeah, hit I think the, we'll get hit heights. I think he'll be on loan. I think Tuchel's the right man to get the best out of players like Havertz, Rudiger as well, and Werner. I think he's he's the right man to do that. Is long term is Tuchel the answer there? I I don't know. I think he's a short term answer to get the best out of near enough one hundred and fifty million pounds spent on two signings. Yeah, um, and that's why they've brought Tuchel in, hasn't it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> because we've got two Germans there who haven't done it, and he's a German coach. And he, you know, Tuchel has. A reputation for Walden, young talent, mm-hmm. whose men Dembele went to Barcelona for what hundred odd million at the time. I think it was one of a, one of a world record transfers. Yeah, um, he has a habit of getting the best out of young players, and Werner and Havertz are both very young still. Uh, only twenty four years old, Werner Havertz. I'm sure he's twenty. Havertz. Yeah. Um, got massive futures. Um, again, all of that will stem on how he develops at Chelsea. Twenty-one, sorry, Havertz. Twenty-one. Um, will all like depend on how he develops at Chelsea under Tuchel. Um, I agree with the price, like the price tag, it's near enough one hundred and fifty million for two players, and I can see why you would deem them flops. Werner, I think he will become good, and I think Havertz will become good, but not this season. So that's just my honest opinion. Yeah, cool. Any cool. honourable mentions there? Uh, honourable mentions? Nah, not really. I think that's. I think that's what maybe, maybe Gedson Fernandez for Tottenham. I know he was signed last season on an eight-month loan, but again, he was signed as a Christian Eriksen replacement and hasn't played. So that's probably one of one of them. Um, Oh, the lad Fabio Silva at Wolves hasn't quite done it yet, but he's only a kid, so uh, I'll let him off. He's a long-term prospect, him. Yeah, I'm very surprised, yeah, though, I, that... I, uh, I, I'd probably agree with that. Um, I'm surprised that Gareth Bale else. hasn't been mentioned, I've got to be honest. Uh, he's alone, though, isn't he? He's alone signing, so... Um, he's another one with, with Bale. Uh, he was another one where I was like, where are you going to play him? You know, right. they've got Son there, who's one of the best players in the world at the minute, so where, where are you going to play Gareth Bale? I'm not. I'd let him off because he's on loan, so I'm. I'm kind of like letting him off a little bit. Um, yeah, bar that, there's, I'm trying to go through the teams and see who's 
really flopped. Uh, who else? Yeah, I think I think we've I think that's been pretty comprehensive. Um, you know, Zayic maybe for Chelsea. Although he's been injured, hasn't quite hit the ground running. But he's um, the bother is with Zayic when I've seen him play, he's been I've, I've been a fan of him, so I can't really say he's been a flop. Uh, plus, he's been injured. Um, Man City, now every Man City sign has been been class, so they've been they've been all right. Um, Unless you want to say Nathan Ake, but he's been injured, like yeah, but yeah, he's but, never going to get in that team though now because no, it's going to be John Stones no. and Diaz. No, I mean I feel a bit sorry for Nathan Ake because John Stones was probably going to be the fall guy for that sign, and John Stones has been been an absolute revelation this season. So. Um, yeah, that's that's a bit a little bit unlucky on Ake. Yeah. You know, I tell you what though, he, he cost a lot of money, so maybe. But no, I I wouldn't change me five to be honest. No, I I, I agree. But for me, I probably would have had William top. I think William's been yeah. disgraceful for Arsenal. Like, um, I mean, the fact that he didn't cost a fee, I think, saved him from being number one. Well, the fact that Chelsea have paid, paid, they paid 120 odd million on two players who have a combined total of four Premier League goals this season, I think, is poor. Yeah. I mean, but like, if you if you look at the list of players who haven't really hit the heights, there's a couple from Arsenal. There's William, that goalkeeper, Runison. They played in one game, and I think they're getting rid of him now. Um, mm. William Saliba, they've got rid of him. Him and Gabriel was meant to be there in future defence. Yeah, what, what's happened um, with that he's been poor as well, Gabriel, hasn't he? Uh, What's happened with William Saliba? They say his attitude's bad. Like um, Nicola Pepe had a go at him on Twitter and said, "This is why you don't play because your attitude's crap." Like <laughs> a lot of flops are coming from Arsenal's perspective here. Like yeah. but... that's just been Arsenal in the in the in the years, wasn't it? You know, they sign these young players and not many of them make it. You know, uh, um, fingers crossed. You know, uh, I, I like I like the Odegaard sign, and I must admit, I think that's going to be a good signing, but. We'll, um, we'll probably talk about this at the end of the season, and and, and you know what though, it it will take a lot to change my top five at the end of the season if we do this again. It will take a lot. Well, you know, Jamal Lewis, I think, might have been a little bit unlucky to get in. Um, Ryan Brewster, possibly slightly unlucky to get in, but find me two worse ones than that. You know, like you say, Gareth Bale, maybe we'll see at the end of the season though. You know, but it'll be a tough, a tough. Um, Tough one to break into that top five, I think. Ah, well, fair enough, fair enough. Well, yeah, we'll probably have a look at it again at the end of the season. Um, but no, uh, thanks for joining us today, and uh, yeah, thank you very much. Being, Cheers. Being good, catching up and having a bit of banter about the the beautiful game. Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.